Welcome to Metal Minutes by Cornerstone Building Brands, a podcast series where we talk about hot topics in the metal construction industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Metal Minutes by Cornerstone Building Brands. My name is Lexi, and with me today, I have Bray Allen. He is the General Manager of Doors and Hallway Systems for Cornerstone Building Brands. Hi, Bray. Hello, Lexi. So today's topic will be an introductory course to steel curtain roll-up doors. So um, just to get started, what are steel curtain roll-up doors? So steel curtain roll-up doors, often referred to as drum doors or barrel doors or canister doors and, and sheet doors, uh, the, the official term in the industry is often defined as, as sheet doors. Uh, ultimately, what it is is uh, corrugated sheet metal seamed together to form a consistent and solid curtain um, with with tracks uh, to allow the door to ride up and down. It also gathers at the top of the opening just uh, adjacent to the header rather than like a typical sectional door that comes back into the building or or even a high lift that has to go you know even much further up the wall. So a basic two foot by two foot cube at the top of the opening helps contain the entire assembly of the door when it's opened. Okay. So when you say roll-up door, you literally mean it is rolling up into itself. Yeah, very similar to, to an old-fashioned uh, window shade like my grandmother would have in her house that you just pull it a little bit and it goes crazy rolling up. Uh, that's kind of the way a roll-up door rolls up. Okay, so then where are these metal roll-up doors commonly used? So, you know, most often uh, when, when people think about roll-up doors, they, they inherently go to self-storage facilities. Uh, and th that is a large portion of where these product, uh, this product goes, but it's, it's not only in self-storage facilities. These are widely used in manufacturing facilities. Uh, freight terminals are, are an ideal location. Uh, commercial and industrial facilities. Um, they they are also used uh, even in, in smaller applications or, or less noticed applications. Uh, my neighbor, in fact, has uh, two doors that he just converted from sectional to roll-up doors because he wanted to put a, a car lift inside of his inside of his shop. So he put canister doors in so that he could uh, raise his drag racing Mustang up on a on a car lift, uh, and he couldn't do that with a sectional door because it impeded into the inside of the building as to where a roll-up door does not. Okay, so that kind of segues into the next question I had. So what would be the reason to use a roll-up door instead of a sectional door, like you said? So what are some of the benefits of these roll-up doors? Sure, so some of the most common, uh, especially in the storage industry, when you think about uh, applications where you're having to sprinkler a building or something for fire prevention and containment, uh, you're your door won't impede with the progress of sprinklers. Uh, you you don't have to worry about running into be it water pipes, HVAC, um, electrical conduits, or anything of that nature. Uh, that's that's probably one of the most beneficial aspects in in the storage industry. Uh, but also when you look in commercial or even uh, light commercial or or manufacturing, uh, just think about lighting. When the doors open, uh, if it's a sectional door. Uh, and there's overhead lighting, the, the door itself will, will block lighting from shining down into the working area. As to where a roll-up door, it's contained, again, very close to the wall. Therefore, any overhead lighting is not affected. 
the ability to raise and lower things, uh, you know, that, that are actually larger than the opening or would go above the opening is not affected. You have minimal, just minimal obstructions all the way around. Most everything is contained right there centrally above the header. So those sound like a lot of like functional benefits, obviously, that affect um, the, the interior of the building. What about the security of these doors? Yes, there's there's some natural security as far as theft and, and burglary and things of that nature. Um, the, the the fact that, that we use Grady uh, high strength steel, it, it makes it more rigid. The the corrugation aspect of it make, makes it very rigid. The deep engagement guides that we use on, on most of our commercial products. On the storage we use, uh, we've got a variety of latch options that we utilize uh, and, and we often try to select those and, and look at those and evaluate them for pry points. We use reinforced aluminum on the bottom bar. Uh, it's reinforced with heavy gauge angle for more stability. On the commercial side, most of those in most applications, uh, unless you deem otherwise, there's not even a lift handle on the outside. It's it's primarily used uh, when you have an entrance door or a man door so that you minimize the risk of uh, exposure from the outside of the roll-up door. So just the steel in itself, uh, the high quality steel that we use, helps with the durability and the security aspect of it. Okay, great. So how do you lock a door like that? On your typical self-storage application, we use an exterior latch um, and it, it we have a couple of options there. We have latches that have lock capabilities of double padlocks or what we call a cylinder lock, which is uh, very similar to like a Coke machine, the old timey Coke machine uh, round locks. Um, we have that. We also have the ability to do both, in fact, on, on uh, one particular latch that we have. And as I said earlier, we've minimized on those latches specifically, we've minimized the opportunity for pry points for removing locks. It minimizes the ability to even get in with bolt cutters or saws or whatever. We've tried to do a really good job of protecting that. On the commercial side, uh, most of those are what we call bottom bar locks. Uh, and essentially they're slide locks, slide bolts that are at the bottom of each side of the door. Uh, and they engage into the vertical track when the door is closed. It's slotted, uh, it's a piece of solid steel that slides in and keeps the door, prevents the door from being opened. That makes sense. So since we're kind of talking about additional components like latches and, and bottom bars, do you commonly add other types of components to add additional durability or protection? Sure we do. So on, on the commercial doors, we add curtain wear strip uh, to minimize steel on steel as the door's going up and down. We also add guide wear strip uh, to, that serves the same purpose. We use oil tempered springs. We use an aluminum bottom bar. So in, in more harsh climates up north, things of that nature where you have salt or, or uh, de-icing agents. Uh, we use aluminum to try to relegate the corrosion aspect of it. <clears throat> and the paint that we use, the siliconized polyester paint, we have multiple paint options there that we can review and look at. Multiple colors. The biggest factor for me, uh, again, is the, the aluminum bottom bar that we use. Uh, that is without a doubt the best option in the industry. That is a standard for us. It's not an upcharge. It's not an upsell. We we promote high quality and high value right out of the gate. And so that's a standard for us on all of our roll-up products. Great. Can you talk a little bit about the maintenance of these doors and the 
process of cleaning and making sure that the doors stay pristine? Sure. Yeah. So the, the most important thing is is in more harsh climates is to keep them somewhat clean. Uh, now, granted, nature might do a lot of that itself. Uh, but if you're in a if it's an application where you're in a uh, just say an oil field or something like that where there's a lot of dirt, dust, debris. Uh, hosing it off helps tremendously. You can wash them if you want, uh, the same way you would an automobile. But outside of that, they're almost, uh, and even that's optional. Uh, I do recommend that when it comes to maintenance of the actual mechanical parts, uh, I do recommend lubricating springs on occasion. I generally tell people if you do it uh, once every two or three years that, that you're in good shape. And that's simply done with just some lithium spray grease, something like that. Uh, the reality is, is they're moving parts. So keeping them clean of debris, keeping the moving parts lubricated um, is a fantastic thing. It will promote the longevity of your product. Uh, and the reality is, if, if you go buy a $300,000 car, they're going to tell you to change the oil. Right. Okay, so we, we covered quite a few of the different benefits of metal roll-up doors. Now let's talk about the factors that we should be taking into consideration when selecting a metal roll-up door. So what are the things that we need to keep in mind when we actually go to purchase one? Yeah, so most importantly is going to be what your expectations are and what you're trying to ultimately accomplish. Uh, so if it's a door that you're going to be using, uh, let's just say at a warehouse facility, it's a rather large door, you, you want to consider motorizing that. Uh, it's uh, important to uh, to select the right motor for that, as well as the door. You want a door that has chain hoist or motorized operation for larger products. If it's something that you're using on a shed in the in the back of your house, you know to store your four wheeler uh, in the summertime or your motorcycle in the wintertime. Typically, that's going to utilize what I would refer to as as a mini warehouse door, which is our 650 series. It's an entry level overhead coiling door. It's made out of the same high quality steel on the exterior as well as the aluminum bottom bar. It's a little lighter gauge and the components are a little different but we still use 10,000 life cycle springs for that so it's still a very high quality product. Uh, when it comes as I said in the more heavy or commercial or industrial applications you're going to want to look at either the series 2000 or the 2500. Uh, for me, I prefer the 2500 as the entry-level quality commercial door. And then, of course, we also have the 3000 and the 5000 series. Uh, those are both considered high-velocity hurricane products for the coastal regions of the country uh, or high wind zones. And the 3000 is the most user-friendly, easiest to install product that we have uh, in the high-velocity wind-rated doors. Uh, the 5000 is is a phenomenal product. Uh, time doesn't allow us to go into all the testing that we've done with that product, but in partnership with some other industries and, and even some of the top colleges in the nation, we've had the opportunity to do some some really extensive testing on that product and, and uh, was almost giddy about how well it performed. But it is a more tedious product in, in installing, so it's not really the do-it-yourselfer kind of product. But the, the 650 series for the backyard project, that's one that you and a buddy can do. And, and I typically tell people the first one will take you an hour and a half, and the next one will take you 15 minutes because it's that simple. You'll figure it out that fast. So when, when you go to select the product that you want, what's going to be important is knowing what the application is. On our website, we list the, the generic applications for each product. As I said, backyard buildings and uh, light duty, uh, just uh, recreational type 
buildings are, you know, your primarily your 650 series. When you get past that into light commercial or even heavy commercial products, you're going to want to look at the 2000s and 2500s. Uh, and even for, as I said, the wind loaded or the high wind velocity uh, regions, you're going to look at the 3000 and the 5000. Uh, you may even want to consider those products if you're in a an area where security is is more prevalent to you. The 3000 and 5000 series is something that you want to consider. So basically, you got to think about what you're going to be using the door for, what part of the country you're in. So obviously, those areas that are more susceptible to hurricanes and high winds would need a different door than those located elsewhere. Now, do roll-up doors need to meet certain kinds of codes whenever they're being used for commercial use? Absolutely, and that varies from, from municipality to municipality. So obviously, hurricane regions, they have their own, or high-velocity regions, they have their own requirements. Uh, we publish all of that data as far as wind load ratings and things of that nature. You know, on occasion, you may run into some anomaly that has a specific code requirement, but we, we try to supply all of that data and all that useful information on our website so that you can get all of that data. But again, for us, especially with our high wind velocity products, we, we post the maximum allowable pressures and, and design loads. Uh, and then there's resources like DASMA, uh, where you can go in and your, your engineer or your architect or even your local building inspector will do some evaluating of, of the product in conjunction with industry standards. But I'm happy to say that we meet or exceed uh, every standard that I've come across uh, in that regard where our product would be applicable. Okay, great. The last thing that I wanted to ask you about in terms of factors to consider when selecting a metal roll-up door would be the, the warranties that are covering these roll-up doors. Can you speak a little bit about how the warranties come into effect? Sure. So we offer a one-year parts warranty uh, in, in, on any mechanical part or moving part of the door. So if something uh, if something's defective out of the shop, we're going to we always stand behind it. Uh, and with it being an overhead door, we'll stand under it as well. So we always take care of our product because that's the right thing to do. That's our motto as, as our company. And so anything within reason, uh, even outside of the one year, if it's something that we feel that was neglected or defective or something of that nature, we're still going to stand behind it. Uh, that's the benefit of us being able to do that is because we, we do it right the first time. We offer high quality, high value right out of the gate, uh, and that enables us to, to take a stance like that. As far as paint, chalk fade film type warranties, those vary from color to color. Uh, we have them ranging from 25 years to 40 years, depending upon the color. Uh, and uh, so those are typically film uh, integrity and, and chalk and fading warranties that we can gladly supply for a specific color as requested. Uh, but they range from 25 years to all the way up to 40 years. Great. Well, I think you, you did a great job at covering all of the high-level aspects of metal and steel roll-up doors. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about the basics of roll-up doors? You know, I, I would just say that when, when you're going out there and looking for a roll-up door, the last thing that we as a company want or, or anybody in the industry wants is for someone not to get what they're expecting. So our goal is to meet your, your needs and expectations at a minimum, but in, in reality, we hope to exceed your needs and expectations. And something that just to keep in mind when ordering this product, 
always verify the width times the height. Most people, when it comes to the specifics of ordering a product, just make sure to ask as many questions as possible and ask whomever you're ordering the product through, ask them to give you thorough details. Uh, you may not always know the questions to ask, but if you ask your, your sales rep to give you as much information as possible, uh, then they will gladly communicate any and everything that they can to ensure that you're getting what you're requesting. Great. Well, thank you so much, Bray, for joining us today. It has been a pleasure to talk about Steel Roll-Up Doors with you. Oh, my pleasure. I love to talk shop when the opportunity comes around. Uh, please let me know if I can answer any questions for you. Feel free to call me at any point and I'll be able to and, uh, do everything that I can to help anyone out. Hey, fellow metalheads. Thanks for listening to our episode. For more information, visit the blog section on our website or visit our podcast page for similar topics. Want to become a Metal Insider? Sign up for our newsletter for exclusive industry news and updates.